For all of Gabriel's show dates and ticket links go to gabrielrutledge.com. Or don't. If you would like to support this podcast by subscribing for $5 a month, click the Substack link in the episode notes. You won't get any extra episodes, but Gabriel will think warm thoughts about you. And now it's time for the drive home with Gabriel Rutledge. Play the royalty-free hip-hop music. Now here's your host, Gabriel. Driving home from Seattle, Tacoma International Airport today. 47 degrees with a moderate drizzle. Yesterday I was walking around in 85 degrees sunshine in Las Vegas, but that party is over. Although I will say, early in the week in Vegas, it was like 52 and windy, and that was cold as hell. Anyway, this is predominantly a weather podcast. In the uh, Rio, one of the gift shops in the in the Rio, where the comedy cellar is, where I was working. Uh, by the way, I get twenty percent off every store in the Rio with my comedy cellar artist pass. Look, I'm just like you guys, except you don't get a discount. That's the only difference between me and you. Is twenty percent off at a casino Starbucks? Fame? No, but it's something. I bought a travel size deodorant from a Rio gift shop. And it was only $8.50. That's how good of a deal I got. Because I am an artist. But at, at one of the gift shops, they're selling these shirts. I mean, if you think Vegas, the slogan is like, what happens here, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I get that. It's kind of like, hey, uh, you know, don't worry about it. Spend some money. I don't think they mean kill a hooker, but, you know, that makes sense as a slogan. But what they're trying to get to catch on now, they're selling shirts that say, Las Vegas. Fuck around and find out. What? Are you threatening me, Las Vegas? That's a terrible slogan. For a vacation destination? No one else is doing that. Disneyland. Fuck around and find out. think a really short guy in a goofy costume won't punch you in the face if you kick him in the balls? Disneyland. Fuck around and find out. Gorge. I have a sore hand. Uh, that's how long I've been gone from my wife. I have a sore hand, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh... Yeah, my, 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 my hand is sore from awkwardly holding two suitcases with one hand uh, through the airport today. 
I brought, because I went to Tucson for four shows, and then I was flying to Vegas for 14 shows, two a night for seven days. And last time I was there, I ran out of t-shirts, so I'm like, I'm bringing two suitcases full of t-shirts. Uh, and a <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, well, I'll put the smaller suitcase inside the bigger suitcase on the way home because I'm going to sell so many. And then I actually sold a bunch in Tucson, and then I didn't realize last time I was in Vegas. Uh, it was usually me and one other person were selling, and so I sold a bunch, but this time there was like four people every show, four comedians every show selling. Uh, so, you know, it was more like a couple a show, which is still worth doing, but a little less exciting than last time. Also, I know merch, you know, that's part of my job. Unless you work for the IRS, then I don't know how you got my number. But uh, selling merch is part of my job. So I did it. But you really feel like an asshole when there's three other people. I think one night five of us were selling stuff. So people come out of the show and just see this swap meet of people. Please help. But I still did it. I don't want to brag, Ryan. I bought that travel size deodorant with cash. So it all worked out. One night, uh, someone was talking to us at the gauntlet of merch. this show and then he left and we're all like you know what fuck you dude <laughs> uh, do you get 20% off the gift shop I don't think so it is kind of funny though because like to me working the comedy cellar in Vegas was like financially good prestige good like things you know it's a point in my career I never really thought I would get to, but there's still people who are like, oh, I never fucking heard of you, so good luck, and I get that. I don't think people have heard of most of us. This is a little, it does uh, trigger my, uh, uh, insecurities a little bit, working at the Comedy Cellar. I, that's not even true, but it, I guess more than uh, making me feel uh, insecure or inferior, it really uh, just makes me appreciate my path a little more. That I'm also there with those other people. Uh, some people who work that club live in Vegas, but most of them are like past. They live in LA or New York. And, you know, some of the conversations backstage are about agents, they're about managers, they're about, uh, I just filmed this TV show, I just filmed this movie, uh, you know, some of them have very popular podcasts, um, that they don't record in a Kia Rio while they're driving home, you know, I was working with a guy, uh, uh, Dean Del Rey this week, who, like, opens for Bill Burr and, uh, you know, arena tours, and 
you know, and it, 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 there is a little bit of like, oh man, I got, I got nothing going on. <laughs> the biggest news in my life is I'm here with you guys this week. But it's also kind of cool because I am uh, a 49-year-old road dog who lives in Olympia, Washington, who's just been banging around for 22 years. No agent, no manager, no nothing. And I'm there too. So... If you think you're better than me, fuck around and find out. <laughs> That's not true at all. That's another fun thing about being at the Comedy Cellars. I'm working with just killers, you know what I mean? It's uh, very, very funny people. I don't get to see, like, other headliners that often uh, when I'm headlining. But there, there's, like, four or five comedians every night. So it's uh, that's been fun, too. One night after a show in... Uh, There was a very uh, drunk... Well, often there's many, many drunk people. Literally the last show I did, Easter Sunday, late show. uh, Got to close it out. That's kind of cool. But there was like two people asleep in the front row. Just people drink. It's like New Year's Eve every day in Las Vegas. Like people drinking, partying way more than they normally do. Uh... But one time we were, uh, the show wasn't even over yet, but I was, uh, the last comic was up. And so several of us were, like, sort of uh, out in the lobby type area by the bar. And, uh, this, uh, woman, she was like, oh my god, you're the comedians! Like, kind of that voice, too, I'm not even exaggerating. And, uh, you know, she starts talking to us, and, uh... It turns out she's a neurosurgeon? Either a neurologist or a neurosurgeon. Are those different things? I don't know. Uh, And she was very hammered. And also very, like, flirty. Like, literally, like, wow, you guys are famous! And, like, would, like, do that weird thing that you see women do when they're taking a picture where they lift up their back leg. Like a show horse. And look, I've talked to a lot of drunk, flirty ladies in my time. That sounds worse than I mean, but you know, it's part of my job. around drunk people. But something about the fact that she was a neurologist, I was just like, I don't like this. I don't want a drunk, awkwardly flirty neurologist. Like the next day she's going to be at work like scalpel. before she was like shots 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 (laughs) 
Vegas. Even our surgeons are drunk. Fuck around and find out. Uh, my wife and two daughters came down for three of the days in Vegas, which was fun, exhausting, which I knew it would be, uh, but also very fun. I posed for a, uh, a picture next to the uh, Chippendales big mural, because Chippendales is also at uh, the Rio. I didn't see any Chippendales dancers getting 20% off deodorant, but they're there. They're in the building. We're all artists. even noticed the chip. I ended up taking a picture in front of it and showing a little skin. I'm not afraid to use my body for promotion. Uh, but quite hilariously, uh, Olive, my 11-year-old, we like, you know, we're walking around and we see, she sees this giant mural of like all these oiled up sexy dancers wearing banana hammock sexy underwear briefs. And she, like, stops in her tracks, and I go, what? And she, <laughs> she goes, why are all those gay men staring at me? Uh, which made me laugh very hard. And I don't know if they're all gay. But, you know, stereotypes are fun. Uh, we had a... On the day they came in, I, I in the morning I heard the uh, neighbors loudly having sex, and I thought, well, I hope that goes away by the time my daughters are staying in the room with me. Uh, but it did not. I mean, just constant, just like ah, ah, oh, yeah. You know, I'm talking to my daughters like, so, uh, you guys want to go to the Hello Kitty store? Oh, oh yeah, oh God. Like, Jesus Christ. At first they didn't really notice. My wife did. Uh, but at that night, that first night, I mean, we all got woken up with sex sounds all night. And, and in the morning, uh, Olive, again, Olive was like, there's demons next door. And I was like, yep. And she's like, are they having sex? And I was like, yes. And then she's, she was like, is it normal to have that much? And I didn't really say anything, but I wanted to be like, well, not when I do it. And that's when the mystery started. Because look, I bet in 24 hours we we heard sex noises 12 plus times 12 different times so then we start thinking you know Christy and I my wife I'm like there's not that's not a man there's no man who's do there's not 
mean, you can fuck around and find out in Vegas, but not 13 times in 24 hours. I mean, good Lord. So then I'm like, I thought I heard a man at some point, but then I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's two ladies. Because it was definitely a pretty ladylike noise that was the loud one. And then my wife and I are like, okay, wait. Perhaps uh, this is a sex worker. Perhaps there's different clients coming in. And that almost explains the loud moaning because the sex worker is trying to get the client to be done quicker. So that's the theory we kind of landed on. But then while uh, my uh, wife and daughters were uh, elsewhere because I was getting ready uh, for one of my shows, I hear someone knocking on their door. They were right next to us. It was like hotel security and they were, I can't remember, they were like asking like, what's your name or whatever? And then they said, you didn't pay for this room today, so you have 20 minutes to leave. And if you don't, security will come escort you out of the building. So now I'm like, okay. This definitely seems like a prostitution thing. And then when I'm leaving, oh, by the way, after that happened, you have 20 minutes to pack your shit and leave or security will escort you out. Okay. I don't, you know, I hear it muffled. Okay. And then uh, they leave and more sex noises. We only got 20 minutes. Ah! Ah! God damn, I'm gonna have a drink of water. This story's so hot. I have to have a drink of water. Also, I'm dehydrated. I actually like my water like I like my women. Uh, refillable at an airport drinking fountain. So when I, I'm leaving to the show, they say, we're kicking you out. You have 20 minutes. I hear more sex noises. I'm going to the show. I hear the door as I'm walking down the hallway. I hear the door open next to me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I get to solve this mystery. Also, as I like sort of like, oh, look at my phone, turn around and shit. They don't even shut the door all the way. They just kind of leave it open. But I can't just, like, turn around and stare. So I take the elevator down, but they're they're not there yet. So I know they're coming. I waited like a fucking pervert and or private investigator. When, Because <laughs> I kind of scoped out what they looked like a little bit. And then when they got down to the lobby off the elevator, I mean... This lady was 75 if she's not 125. I took her picture. So 
sent it to my wife and then we almost died laughing. I can't... The mystery is still not solved. Like, perhaps it... You know... I don't even know. I think it was a woman. It could have been Phil Spector in a wig. That's really what it looked like. Uh, but... If this person was a prostitute, the clientele that they would attract is uh, has to be mostly fentanyl-based. I'll say that. Alternate theory, that was one other client that I saw who was leaving and then the other person was still in the room why wouldn't they shut the door all the way though these are mysteries we're never going to know what happens in Vegas does stay in Vegas I mean I'll have that picture forever and I'll laugh every time I look at it I mean if it was just an old woman diddling herself 13 times in 24 hours Fucking Godspeed, lady. Good for you. I got uh, I got recognized recently as a comedian out in the world, which is usually fun, but I happen to be at a location I did not really want to be recognized. Castle. Uh, what was your guess? Castle, the sex store? Oh, that's not a bad... Well, first he said castle. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck life you think I'm being. No, I, I've been. I've been. Uh, I can tell. I can tell. I don't know what the fuck's happening. Me neither. Now that I think about it, Castle's a very grandiose store name for a dildo shop. My lord. Pick a hole. But I don't know. I don't know what went down, but we slept a lot better the second night, I'll say that much. I never thought I would be like a literal cock block and, and call the front desk if people next door to me were having sex, but if that would have happened again the second night, I would have, because I'm like, good lord, I need some sleep. off earplugs in the gift shop that I could buy for the whole family. Because Gladys next door is just fucking tearing it up. You ever have sex so good you forgot you were supposed to check out the day before? Gladys has. Oh, see, also, that's another part of the mystery. This, uh, uh, Gladys, I'm calling her, she just had, like, a small bag. There was no suitcase. There was no anything. Which makes, makes me lean more toward that was a client. Uh, but who knows? 
mean, she looked like she was just wandering through the hotel and someone left the door open. Alright, I think we're going to call that a podcast. I don't have a lot to say. I don't, uh, my brain's tired. Just, you know, live, laugh, love, everybody. Dance like no one's watching. Fuck like you haven't paid for your hotel room that day. Bye!